Hello and welcome to Women's Wellness with Loose Inspiration Podcast. I am your host, Lucy Coutinho. Ladies, this is your safe space where we discuss everything women's wellness. Let's dive in and start to peel back the layers. My guest today is Kayla Tolentino, a 29-year-old Boston native, social worker for the Department of Transitional Assistance, maintaining her Cape Verdean cultural roots. Kayla travels back and forth to Cape Verde, where she also lived for a year while completing an internship abroad at a penitentiary in San Vicente. Kayla continues to keep up with tradition, and she is here to tell us all about it. Welcome, Kayla. How are you feeling today? I'm good. Thank you so much for inviting me. This is super exciting. Um, I appreciate it. No, I appreciate you being here, and I I hear that it's your first time, so I'll make sure you're in good hands, okay? (laughs) And I'm sure you'll do great. Yes, and I'm ready. Definitely. So a lot of people have been buzzing about your recent YouTube video, Kachupa, Traditional K-Verdian Dish, Step-by-Step How-To. It's um, actually probably the best online Kachupa recipe that I've seen so far. Oh, wow. Thank you. Yes. That's good to hear. I mean, the execution, I'm sure a lot of work went into it, but the way it's aesthetically pleasing, it's so just so beautiful to look at and also very easy to follow. So that and was I, the goal. yeah, it, it, it definitely works. I was even telling my daughter because I'm not the best cook and she knows that. <laughs> and I was like, I can follow this. I can totally follow this. So See, that makes me happy because that was literally what I was going for. Yeah, it definitely worked. It worked, especially for someone like me, who's not the best in the kitchen. <laughs> it definitely works. So I'm going to, I'm definitely going to try it. So I'm yes. excited to talk to you today and ask you some questions about it. And I'm sure a lot of people are also really curious to know. So let's just dive right in with my first question. Okay. Yes. <laughs> Why is it important for you to maintain your cultural roots? I re- uh growing up in a Cape Verdean household, I've always felt like I was very strongly connected to, you know, the Cape Verdean culture. Like I grew up only speaking Creole in my household. You know, my parents, even till this day, don't really speak much, much English. Mm-hmm. So to me, you know, that cult, that cultural, like, you know, being able to relate to that culture has, you know, essentially shaped me and given me a, my, my, my identity. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's, you know, influenced what I believe in, how I carry on, like, you know, my outlook on different things and ideas and, and you know, essentially my perspective. Mm-hmm. So I feel like if I was any other culture, I would not be the same person. I wouldn't think the way that I do. I wouldn't do things the way that I do. So to me, it's just it's just made me the person I am today. And it's super important. And I do hope to instill that in my kids when I do have children. Um, it's It's super important to me. No, that's really good to hear. Now, what was it like growing up in your household? It sounds like you grew up in a very traditional household with your parents. Um, let us know, what what was that like for you? I did. So I grew up in Dorchester, which, you know, may, a lot of people may know has a lot of Cape Verdean um, um, people. Um, my dad, it was me for a while. Um, and then my sister came from Cape Verde when she was 18. I do have two other siblings, but they, they didn't live in the United States. So like I had mentioned before, I grew up only speaking Creole until this day. I only speak Creole to my parents. I never speak to them in English um, unless I'm like joking around with them. You know, so my parents, they all worked. 
Mm-hmm. Um, they definitely made time for us. So they weren't really working like overnights. They were there. They were present. Um, I even went to kindergarten. I was only speaking Creole. So I was like put into like bilingual, bilingual classes. Wow. That's um, amazing. Yeah. Yep, because my mom came from Cape Verde the year before she had me. Mm-hmm. So that's all she knew how to speak. Um, so, yeah, so I went to school. I was put in ESL classes. Obviously, I learned quick. My parents always cooked, you know, food from Cape Verde at home, like kushkush, uh, like, you know, kachupa, like anything that you can think of. Like, I grew up having it. Um, my dad's really big into agriculture. Till this day, he has like a whole piece of land on the side of our house in Dorchester where he like grows his own fruits, his vegetables, collard greens, beans, anything you can think of, he he, he grows it. So that was, you know, very relatable when I went to Cape Verde for the first time at 10, seeing these people do it, you know, in, in Santo Antonio with my parents. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I grew up being very connected to seeing that happening. Like it was, you know, something that I, that was known to me. Um, you know, I have, unfortunately, I didn't have a lot of cousins growing up in Boston. Most of my family is either in Cape Verde or Europe, like Portugal, Holland, France. Um, but my dad, growing up, my dad was very big on, big on communication and like, you know, the importance of family. So anytime he was on the phone with a family member in any other country, as soon as they asked for me, he would give me the phone. So I was like always all, and he still does that, even though it annoys me a little, like, you know, I'm like, I don't want to talk right now, but he is that's his thing it's like they ask for you here tell them how you're doing mm-hmm. you know and he so wants to, always... i'm sure he wants you to maintain that connection yeah all around yes yeah. and before i used to be like oh this is so annoying but now growing up i appreciate it because you don't get to see these people a lot mm-hmm. there's cousins that i've never I- i've probably met once because you know we have different schedules different you know lives but it's like i feel like i i see them all the time because we talk now we're on facebook we're on like viber talking so that was one thing that my dad really instilled in all of us until this day. He continues that way. So I always felt connected to my family wherever they were. Um, but yeah, my, my childhood was great. I can't complain. Um, they brought us to Caver. Well, they brought me to Caver for my first time um, when I was 10. That was my first trip out of the country. And ever since then, I've been going. Um, I'm very fluent in Creole. So yeah, so I had a great childhood. I can't complain. And my parents did a really good job in, you know, keeping those cultural roots very, very close to us. Yeah, kudos to your parents. I do appreciate that. And I think it's I so, do too. And you sound like you you're really appreciating the journey now because of the foundation that you've had. And so that also now brings me back to your YouTube channel. I mean, you made this exceptional video which went viral to the point where <laughs> I can't it, it I just stumbled upon it. I was like, wow, who is this young lady? And I wanted to learn more about you because like I said, I had never seen anything done so beautifully and and I congratulate you for that now what inspired you you to make it were you in your home you know thinking wow I can really help somebody else kind of cultivate this this experience right so kachupa I everybody loves kachupa I've had it every like I have had it like thousands of ways I've had it with no meat with meat with tuna Mm -hmm. with no vegetables with vegetables so I'm very well aware that everyone makes it differently I've had it in different islands made differently so my mom always makes it she makes it like you know once every couple of months and then she'll freeze it for whenever we want to use it so I was like one day I have to learn kachupa I learned how to make kachupa I think that was one dish that I'm like I was kind of overwhelmed by like I've always seen my mom make it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but now living in my own house I'm like oh I don't know it's too many steps yeah I would always see her you know I'm like oh I don't know I don't know so I um 
I when I started doing the YouTube tutorials or like it started on my Instagram, but now it's I'm gonna be you know directing all my traffic to YouTube. Mm-hmm. I'm like I need to make a troop of money these days, and I had put up a poll on my Instagram page asking you know for suggestions on dishes to make, mm-hmm. and that was one of them. And I had only made it once before this YouTube video. Wow. Um, I, I yes, I had only made it, and it wasn't that long ago. It probably wasn't like November. I watched like a million, not a million, because there's not that many Kachupa videos out. No. I watched pretty much all the Kachupa videos out on YouTube. Mm-hmm. And some of them weren't like the way that I seen my mom make it, but I did take a little bit of each. And then I had my mom walk me through the steps and I kind of was like, oh, okay, I did see that person do it here. Okay. So I kind of like put everything together. I had my mom walk me through the steps um, and then I made it at home. And I was like scared kind of like the whole time. I'm like, oh, this this corn is like taking forever to cook. Why is it still hard? Right. But so I was kind of like, you know, skeptical. But then it turned out good. And I remember I had made so much that I, and that was before quarantine. So I had given like all my friends. Some, and what did everybody they think loved about it. it? Did they like They it? said it was, yeah, they loved it. It was people that weren't even Cape Verdean that had tried it. They came, they picked up and they, they loved it. So then months come by, fast forward to now, um, I put it on my poll, they suggested it, and I was like, all right, all the videos that I've seen, some of them had their positive, some of them had their negative, um, they were all kachupa, because I can't tell, you know, it's not that it wasn't kachupa, but it was the way that it was being taught. Uh-huh. I was kind of confused by it, and I was like, I need to do something that is step-by-step step from the beginning that people can follow. Yes. That's how I like to learn. Yes. That's how I like to learn. I need you to tell me all the details. I need you to tell me step by step like I've never done this before. And that's why it caught my attention. Like you have you have the text, you have okay, exactly mm-hmm. the duration of time, even waiting for the I think the beans, right? You have to set yep. it in water for a couple mm-hmm. of hours. Like that was it it's so detailed that anyone can do it if you really have the patience yeah. and the time. Yeah. yeah and that's what all my friends were saying they were like oh wow like you know everyone that kind of like cooks or has an idea once they see that video and we've all grown up seeing it so it's like we know these things go in it but we just didn't know when or how mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so a lot of my friends that have never made it were like oh yeah like i from that video i'll be fine yeah so that was my ultimate goal is to make a step-by-step video as if it was me wanting to learn mm-hmm, mm-hmm. With very detailed but not overwhelming that right. video was like nine minutes the kachupa took me like because of recording, it probably took me like five hours. Like, you know what I mean? Right. Because to I get to all the steps. Every step. uh-huh. Exactly. Because anyone that's at home doing it, they probably have different pots going on at the same time. Mm-hmm. Me, I had to do one by one by one. But I was like, I need to make this so people can learn. People can follow along easily and won't be as overwhelmed because it is complex. It is. It but, really is. That's why um, I always shied away from it, especially a dish like that. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And I did too. I Like I'm 29 and I just, and I've always loved cooking and I just made it for the first time in November. I'm like, nope, I got to get it right. And my mom always told me, Kayla, like, it's not, it's not hard. hard, It's just a lot of steps. Mm -hmm. As long as you know how to like, you know, like, you know, like I put in the, in the video, just like check, see if this is cooked or put, you know what I mean? So that, that was my inspiration. Like I've always wanted to make it. um, I finally decided to, and that was my goal, just to make something that people could follow along and not feel overwhelmed. Like we usually do when it comes to something like Kachupa. Well, Kayla, mission accomplished. Seriously. Yeah. Like it, it's, it's beautiful. <laughs> I can't wait to attempt it. I, I will. And then as soon as I get yes. it done, I'll send you a photo because yes. it's, it's, it's just amazing. Now, do you, um, do you have plans to make other videos like that of other traditional dishes? Because I know we have so many, 
um, traditional dishes that are so delicious. So it would be good if you could, you know, have you thought about that? Yes, I definitely will. I haven't, I kind of, I put up some suggestions, like a poll on my Instagram asking people what they wanted to see, but because this did so well, like I wasn't, I really wasn't expecting it. Yeah. I I knew that YouTube needed an easier video because that's how I felt when I seen other videos. Uh So I was like, this is going to be my goal, but I didn't really realize it was going to get the, the, the feedback that it did. I was super surprised. So I did plan on putting like a poll on either Facebook or Instagram asking people what other cultural dishes they want to see, even if I haven't done it before, because some of these videos, I'll just like do it for the first time. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. So, so I, I wanted to see who's interested in other dishes and I'm going to take recommendations or suggestions on what people want to see. And I definitely do plan on um, doing some more for sure. For Great. Sure well, we'll definitely um, look out for that. What are your, uh, do you have any future plans for your channel? What are some of the things that um, you're working from, on? From, yeah, for me, I, I, I want to do it for fun. Mm-hmm. Like I've always want I've always loved cooking. Initially for like my undergrad, I wanted to go to school for culinary, but I didn't think I would like doing it like full time, like working in a kitchen mm-hmm. more as like a hobby. So I didn't follow that path. But I've always liked cooking. I would always post like dishes that I make at home. I'm like on my Instagram page before I even started posting the videos and people would always be like, Oh, like you need to post how you made it or you need to you need to make a YouTube, I mean a a recipe Instagram. Mm-hmm. And then one day I was like in my room and somebody messaged me and they're like, you really need to make a page for your recipes. And then I asked my boyfriend, I'm like, oh, like, what do you think? He was like, go for it, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. So that's that that's how it started. And I just kind of want I'm doing it for fun. Like I'm enjoying it before I had committed to doing one video a week. And now that we're in quarantine, I've had more time to do multiple videos, maybe like two a week sometimes. And the feedback is, like, amazing. People are, like, really appreciating the simplicity of the yes. videos. They're, like, thanking me. And that makes me happy because it's, like, one one um, one um friend of mine on my Instagram, she's, like, oh, you're really saving me during this wow. quarantine. Because it's, like, dishes that, yeah, you know, they have kids. All their kids are at home. I think it was this uh, jerk shrimp arasta pasta that I made. She was super, like, grateful for me putting that recipe. Some people don't want to go online and look up no, a recipe. They don't know they don't where, know to, where start. to start. Mm-hmm. So, exactly. So, I just want to see. I'm like really cute because now I'm really I'm transitioning to YouTube. So I kind of see where it, I want to see where it goes like a year from now, like what the views are like, like how much traction it gets. So I, I'm just like, you know, doing it for fun. Um, and I just I'm excited to see how how it goes in like a year from now. I give myself a year to see like a uh, to see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. See how, how well that's it does. a good plan. Now, do you have any uh, words yeah. of encouragement for someone that may be may want, be wanting to start a channel of their own? Right. The first thing is do it. Mm. Like, I don't think I really, my goal wasn't to like start a YouTube page. It kind of spiraled from Instagram because initially I was just going to do it on Instagram. But in the long run, YouTube is more beneficial, you know, because you're able to monetize on your work if, you know, if you, if you're getting enough views. Mm -hmm. So to me, the first thing is being consistent. Mm. That is the one thing, like your followers are going to, are going to look forward to your videos. If you tell them you're going to have videos once a week, you need to stick to that. Like, don't just post a video one day and then disappear for two months and come back. Like, you're going to lose interest. So to me, that was my, I knew that's what I had to do. I had to be consistent. I committed to doing one video a week. And no matter what I had going on, I've been doing that from the beginning. And that's how you gain your followers. You gain your interest. People are reposting your stuff. They're looking forward to Mm -hmm. the next one. So it's exciting, you know, and it's like a job. It's like, it's like a fun job. It's like, 
oh, I know I have to post on Friday. I got to get right. this done. Like, you hold yourself accountable. That's right. You hold yourself no, accountable. No, those are all um, definitely. Yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. So, yeah. So, being consistent and committed. So, commit to what you can do. If you can only do twice a, twice a month, then do that. But set a realistic goal for yourself and stick to that. People are going to want to, you know, if once you put something out there that's good, people are going to want to see more. Um, so, committing to what you can do. And then... um. Another thing is, like, don't really focus on the numbers. Like, when you first start, I feel like that can be a little discouraging. For me, I started on Instagram, so I had, like, a few followers. I, like, you know, I had a, I've had Instagram for a couple years. So I had a few followers, and I've gotten way more since I've been posting videos. Right. But w- before, I just had my, you know, regular followers, and it was easy to start there because people were watching them. YouTube is a different story. I don't have that many subscribers, and... I don't want to get caught up on looking the num- looking at the numbers or how many views you have. Just post, 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 because that's how a lot of people start their YouTube. I look back on people's YouTubes and their videos from years ago don't even have that many views, but the ones that they have now have like hundreds of thousands of views. So don't worry about the numbers. Just keep being consistent and putting your content out there. And it, at some point, if you're doing what you have to do, it will gain traction and people will start, you know, viewing. Yeah. It. Um, another big thing is... Um, don't worry about who's doing the same mm. thing. Like, I do not worry about it. I see a lot of people like, oh, I did this first. Or I did that first. Everyone do- has done something that you've already done. Or there's going to be millions of other people doing the same thing that you do. Stay and focus on your own project and continue doing that. You know, no one's made, like, I'm not the first person to make kachupa recipe, you, the kachupa recipe. You're not the first person that's made that recipe. There's always people before you that have done it. That, mm-hmm. that have done it so to me it's like you know whoever has your style and your taste will gravitate towards yes you. so it doesn't matter who's done what and what you've done those that vibe with you and that enjoy your cooking and that enjoy whatever you're putting out there will always gravitate towards you no matter how many thousands of people are doing the same thing that's right um so that yeah so that to me is very important to like don't worry about it there's plenty of people on my instagram that that um that do cooking um tutorials they're not the same like mine. you know what i mean they're different and they have their own crowd they have their own audience i have my own crowd i have my own audience so i don't care what they do or what they put out it's great work but people that like my work will always come to me so i'm not you know i'm not gonna worry about what everyone else is. that's right and i like that's really solid um, advice because you know that yes. like that saying goes, um, no one is you, and that is pretty much your superpower, right? Because we are exactly. so that I like that. That that really resonates exactly. Deeply. Yeah, and then um, and then don't feel like anyone else is doing better mm. than you. You know, like you're gonna see something that you're like, oh, like she did that so much better than I did. Use that as inspiration. That's you know? right. I see things. Like my my whole setup didn't come from like something that I came up with. I Tasty does like kind of like the same idea that I do. You know what I mean? I saw that. I was inspired by him, and I figured out how to do my setup that's similar. You know what I mean? So it's it's like don't feel like anyone else is doing better than you. Use it as motivation and inspiration to do better. We're all gonna evolve. Like my videos from now should not be the same videos in a year that's or right. two years from now. So, so you have to start somewhere yep. and um, just evolve. And like, if you see something you like, like it's not copywritten, just do it. be inspired mm-hmm. by it and, 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 you know, put your own twist to it. 
I'm not saying copy what people are doing, like, you know, to the T, but put your own twist to it and go from there. And then lastly, it's not a competition. Mm. People, um, people, and, and it's not a competition. You're not in competition with anybody else and people will not like what you do. And that is okay. Yes. Celebrities with millions of followers, they get thumbs downs on their YouTube That's right. pages. Don't get caught right. up on it. You know, so a few people had like, you know, disliked the Kachupa video that I seen. And I'm like, Kachupa is made so many different ways. This Kachupa that I made will probably be not be the same Kachupa that I make a couple months from now or the one that I did the first time. So it's like people will not like what you make and they'll think that their way is right. the best way. That's right. Don't even worry about that. That's right. Just keep creating, keep making it. Mm-hmm. And and I do like what you said. Yeah, just start. Just do it. You know, that's probably the best advice uh, that you could ever give anyone because that is the hesitation, you know, like when it were like, Mm -hmm. how do we start or should I, what are people going to think? I mean, this, we all have doubts, you know, but um, yeah, so I do like that. So Kayla, it's been amazing, very, very helpful and inspiring. Where can we join your movement and watch more of your videos and learn more of these, how to do more of these amazing dishes so my youtube you can just search my name which is kayla tolentino it's um that you can find me on youtube just search by name it'll come up Uh, my instagram is at crowned c-r-o-w-n-e-d dot k-t you can follow me on there and facebook is also my name kayla tolentino awesome and we will do just that now before i let you go kayla i like to dive even deeper with three last questions are you ready for them yes <laughs> if you kayla <laughs> were to write yourself a love letter how would that begin if i was to write myself a love letter i think i would start up with something nice like dear queen um Thank you for being your true self all these years. Uh, Thank you for being inspirational to many. And thank you for always taking risks and giving 100% in all that you pursue. That's right. Love that. And the second one, what is your personal why? That one thing that gets you up every day? My parents, for sure. Agnello and Maria are the reason why I do what I do. I do things that I feel are right. They've just worked so hard all their life. They've done everything to give us what we have. And their only wish is for us to succeed in our own way. It's me and my siblings. Like, they don't want nothing else. They don't want money. They don't want anything but to see us do well. And I think up until today, we fulfilled that. They don't stress about us. They don't have any worries. So to me, like, my desire to continue fulfilling this wish for them is great. And that's that's kind of, like, how I live No, that's life. beautiful. Beautiful. I like that. And lastly, what would you like to leave behind when this particular journey is over? Um, You know, everyone wants to leave, you know, as cliche as it is, a legacy. I feel like I want to be known as that person that never easily, I was never easily discouraged. If I wanted to pursue something, I would brainstorm, I would do my research, my research, and I would pursue it. And I would always stick to it, always be consistent. So taking risks, not really being worried about what anyone else thinks, but as long as I'm confident in what mm-hmm. I'm going to put out, I, I I pursue that. And then just always finding a positive and a negative. Like I, I'm like my dad when it comes to this. I don't really panic much. If something's going wrong, I know that there's a resolution. So always finding a positive and negative and not really panicking and just being known as that person that kind of just 
let things take its toll and went went you know went with the yeah, punches. Yeah, I do like that. Just kind of being open and being flexible. Yes. Yeah, very for important. Sure, I love sure. that. Amazing, Kayla. Thank you again for your time, <laughs> and um, we will connect. I will. I'm sure I will be seeing you on your YouTube channel and following yeah. your journey, continuing and following your journey. And um, yeah, congratulations, and please continue to be great. <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for having yeah, me. My pleasure. Anytime. And to my listeners, remember, you are the most important person in your life. Until the next time, be well. Please do check us out on our Instagram page. It's luce.inspiration, luce.inspiration, where we post podcast updates, inspirational quotes, and so much more. Until the next time, sending you all so much love. Thank you.